0: Well, hello and welcome to the soft uk podcast i'm kate hart and i'm the communications officer for the charity soft um, which is a support organization for families with trisomy 13 and 18. and today i'd like to welcome jenny hudson a chiropractor and a professional advisor for soft welcome jenny hi nice to meet so thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate your time and I suppose we should probably start off by saying that we do actually know each other, Um, so for everyone listening today, my daughter Hannah, um, well Hannah and I form part of Jenny's story, Um, so you'll hear a bit more about that coming up in a little while, but um, yeah, Jenny, perhaps you'd like to start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your professional background, please.
1: Sure. Um, Yeah, it's really lovely to be here. Um, So yes, I'm a chiropractor and I do a lot within infant feeding as well. I feel like I have a few hats, um, but there's two of them. Um, I've been a chiropractor since 2002, so 20 years. We had a reunion recently that was very serious. Um, I've always been involved in complex patients. Um, I seem to have attracted patients that are interesting um, since I, well, since I was a student clinician. Um, so I, I enjoy the challenge of that. I love that. I've done a lot within pediatrics since qualification, um, and I've tried to keep that going. I feel like I've done a lot of pediatric courses that are out there. I think I've done all of them yet, but most. Um, I also did a, a postgraduate diploma in biomechanics, um, because I really needed to put some physics really on what we were doing, so it it, um, it allows me to put some maths on how you explain a problem and how you identify an issue. Breastfeeding has been a natural progression from there. I've got two boys. and They're a little bit older now than needing to be breastfed. They're 16 and 10. (laughs) But then my journeys with both of those with breastfeeding really led me to understand I need to do more, I need to understand more, and I need to give back as well. Without the breastfeeding support I had when I certainly had my eldest, I wouldn't have carried on feeding. And so when the breastfeeding group I was part of pretty much disbanded because the NHS didn't have the resources and the time. And potentially the need then at that point i was pretty much given the mantle by the lady who ran the breastfeeding group and said it's all yours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, yeah. okay. that's okay so that was a while ago and um, so i've i've run loosely you talk to breastfeeding group for the past probably 14 years and maybe a little bit less but not far off Um, and that's gone from strength to strength so that's gone from being within an NHS setting to within clinic um, and it's become very virtual the pandemic changed it Mm -hmm. dramatically but it's also allowed me to change how I work um, but also to
0: put more community support out there as well fantastic Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, it's apparent that you've always enjoyed helping people and wanting to give back. So um, thank you for that. So tell us, how did a chiropractor with an interest in breastfeeding support get involved in a charity to do with Trisomy 13 and Trisomy 18? I think some things happen for a reason.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think those things often lead to being a problem. Um, I've seen multiple children um, and a handful of adults with hypotonic problems, so low muscle tone issues, um, and also with some very rare genetic conditions, not necessarily from a trisomy point of view. That tends to lead to families who have got other problems and other um, areas that they need support with. From a chiropractic point of view, the musculoskeletal and the neurological side lends itself very interestingly into the trisomy world, um, looking at the complexity of these babies um, and the very difficulties they go and have with sucks while they breathe, with how they use their jaw, with how they use their cranial structures, um, and how these babies are born to have to cope with those sorts of problems as well. And the flip side of that how the dyad works so it isn't just the baby it's the family that matter dramatically as well so breastfeeding helps to support both of those Um, but actually from my own professional point of view i really do think that being able to tie that together and being able to delve down those roots and being able to optimize what I can go and offer really takes you into charities like yourselves where it's incredible what, what you're doing. It's, it's awesome. Um, and I've signposted a few families already just towards the Fantastic. <laughs> um, but it really takes you down there. We need to do more. We need to provide more. We need to be available more. Um, and I strive to work multidisciplinary whenever I physically can. That's hard. So charities like Soft really help to allow that to happen in a little more smoother way. Um, it's not always
0: easy, but it's definitely slightly more smoother. OK, fantastic. So, so yeah, for everyone listening, um, I took Hannah uh, to see Jenny for a consultation. Yeah. Um, earlier on in her life and she was having some trouble breastfeeding and um i was expressing milk and i'd had somebody comment that she she didn't have a very coordinated suck swallow breathe um i don't know what the word is but yeah hers was all over the show somebody else said oh well seems to be working for her because she is managing to feed but just um not not the way maybe a a typical baby would. So um, yeah, and I had some fantastic support and advice from Jenny. And um, Jenny also put me in touch with a lead from the breastfeeding group. And she gave me some tips and yeah, because it, it was fantastic that you got to meet Hannah as well because it was during the pandemic and not many people actually got to meet her. So you were one of the very, very lucky few. who got to I meet
1: feel her. honored to be part of and Hannah's changed my world. Um, Hannah made a massive difference to how I wanted to progress forward. She made me completely reflect on where I was as a clinician um, and where I wanted to go towards as well. So Hannah was an incredible young lady. Um, but really <laughs> Vast impact, probably on more than just me, um, in terms oh. of where we went. and the pandemic was just was hard, mm-hmm. really hard, on numerous levels.
0: Yeah. Well, yes, um, as a charity, SOFT is very fortunate to have a number of professional advisors who contribute their time and skills and add credibility to the support that we can give to families in our community. So uh, we've got advisors, including a geneticist, a bereavement midwife, and we've got the chair of a children's hospice, we've got professors and pediatricians and many, many more. So Jenny, could you tell the listeners how, how you actually got involved with SOFT as a professional advisor? so yeah i think i got involved predominantly through baby hannah
1: <laughs> it was that strive and that need to want to do more and also to allow one thing i've very much identified with families is that we need to be able to get parents in front of people quickly and um, we've got a limited time sometimes and we need to optimize that time especially with feeding Um baby needs optimal nutrition quickly um, and not a half-handed answer or not a it'll be okay or why do we do this we need to have structure we need education and that's some of the research really pushes towards is that we need to look at breastfeeding education in the NS, in, in intensive care units not in the community at the beginning we need it actually in the hospitals straight away and it's helping to these infant feeding leads to have that background in education so i think as a professional advisor the more we can work together um to try and move
0: forward the better <laughs> for families if we can fantastic thank you jenny and as the newest um professional advisor for soft what would you say um one could offer a charity like soft so i can take it from two
1: or three different angles so multidisciplinary, without a doubt so signposting working together Smoothing the waters, no question. Helping parents to translate and understand. Um, I see a lot of parents that are overwhelmed. Um, there's too much information. They don't know where they're turning. They need to be in control and they're struggling to be in control because everyone's telling them 50 different things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. We need to concise that down. We need to make sure the parent is the conductor and the healthcare team of the orchestra um, and they can play them at the way they want to play them at the time and the speed they want to play those rhythms and those tunes and the only way i feel we can do that is to put everybody in place i also feel as a professional that very much be there from two other angles of that so from a musculoskeletal point of view the neurological side of the trisomy conditions is vast it's huge looking at how these babies are working and how they're using their muscles how those muscles have actually developed or not how their jaw is developed or not where the positioning of things are how we can work with those babies to optimise that and how we can support the parents to understand the way they can improve those strategies is really, really important. Also, the musculoskeletal health of the mother is also very important. Often yeah. deliveries, So it's making sure mum is recovering and understands how she can recover and where Her role is into that. So that can be very important. From an infant feeding point of view, they tie together very nicely, as I'm finding too many times at the moment. So jaw function and oral motor skills are a very big part of that, but also positioning and attachment. So how can we best support these babies to directly breastfeed? And almost every research paper is talking about that a lot of the time, even very wobbly babies who potentially have some big problems can directly breastfeed it's less tiresome than a bottle and maybe if we're not going down that route it doesn't have to be one or the other we can look at supplementary nursing systems we can look at cup feeding we can look at tube feeding there are hundreds of ways of optimizing that nutrition to that baby if we are directly breastfeeding how we can support airway how we can make sure that head is, is in control and how that baby can then use their muscles that they have and how they can use the muscles around into to actually form a tongue that actually works to feed and how that baby can then learn to swallow and there are lots of different positions and different holes like the dancer hole where we're under the jaw or the rugby ball hole there's lots of different ways and even feeding in a sling so the baby is creatively positioned in the Um, in lots of ways. Um, And I work a lot very closely with one of the local sling groups to do that sort of strategy. They're amazing with a piece of fabric, um, but how we can work around that to try and support that mum and baby. And it's also looking at the bonding process. So the skin to skin, the importance of non-nutritive sucking. So baby doesn't actually have to be feeding at the breast, but baby could be at the breast. That helps regulate baby's body temperature, baby's heart rate. It's all useful when we have babies with complex needs. It happens in units normally, but it's it's helping empower that parent that that's really important. And also helping the parent understand about feeding frequencies, what that baby can cope with from a GI point of view, Mm -hmm. how we can keep the airway patent it's all about education and it's all about knowledge and being empowered to really go and do these sorts of things so three different angles
0: maybe maybe (laughs) fantastic thank you jenny um and what about in your practice what kind of challenges do you see people and families facing at the moment Oh, lots. Um, I think one of the biggest things is time. A lot of the fam-
1: families I see have got time as a massive pressure and um, whether they've got, they have don't feel they have enough hours in the day or they have time pressures with the conditions that they're dealing with at home as a family and then how they can best impart that time with a financial directive onto that as well. A lot of families we see are struggling um, and it's trying to help them to understand that they have a way forward um, there was a recent paper that came out looking at the cost of formula and the cost of infant formula and the fact that's escalated and we are seeing healthcare problems apparently coming through PEDS and um, with mums having to change, or parents having to change how they go and feed these babies and how they change it. Breastfeeding should be vital um, with regards to that because it's a free source of nutrition and it's it's trying to help that one. I think a lot of parents are also quite confused. They've got multiple things coming at them, and there's a lot of fear, um, especially with the media and how they're working. COVID's made people change how we look at things. The pandemic's had impact in too many different ways. Um, and a lot of parents are in need of support, in need of real support, not just virtual support. Mm-hmm. I know our peer support groups we run are full, <laughs> they're really busy. And I think sometimes just having a cup of tea next to another parent in a similar ish situation. It's, it's massive. It's, it's that having that touching base, being able to download is it, huge from a mental health point of view. And I really do feel a lot of parents are, do have problems with low mood and trying to, again, go back to time, trying to manage multiple pots up in the air at the moment mm-hmm. it seems to be a big problem.
0: Okay, thank you. And what do you hope to achieve by being involved in SOFT? And or another way of putting that is how do you hope to make a difference?
1: Oh, I'd love to be involved more. <laughs> I really would love to be involved more. I, I need to. I always. I'm. I'm. I need to learn. Um, I'm always learning. My my learning curve is like this for the past twenty years, and I'd like it to keep escalating. Um, I I really hope to make a difference in helping to coordinate things. I'd love to help by that amazing program of people we should be team working um Mm. that would be marvelous to look at case management in a a multidisciplinary team way um i also think the research perhaps needs to be improved having done literature searches within trisomy conditions it's it's quite sparse there isn't enough out there that's directed that isn't practical that's useful information that can be easily disseminated down and maybe that would change things above (laughs) that would be wonderful that's a long way off and there are a few case reports out there in the literature there's a few systemic studies but there isn't enough that's perhaps useful from the point of view so i think i'd like to be involved on the ground but i'd also love to be involved to see where we can go with the research and how far we can take that um, within reason
0: (laughs) Of (laughs) of course well sure jenny that all sounds wonderful thank you thank you so much Um, Yeah, and I know definitely from a personal point of view, when I was expecting Hannah, I knew her little life would be short, um, and it became very important to me that I would get that opportunity to bond with her um, and breastfeed her, so I knew it would be a complex journey, but your help and advice certainly helped to achieve that, so I've got some very special memories that I'll forever cherish as a result, so... Yeah. Um, Thanks again. And thank you for talking to me today and for all the amazing work you do. Um, Is there anything you'd like to add before we finish off today? Um, No,
1: I think it's been an honour and a privilege to be part of Hannah's world and yours as well. And I, I love the fact we get
0: to keep that going and continue definitely um well thanks again jenny and thanks to everyone listening and um, we hope that this has helped you um to find out more about what soft does and how professional advisors from different backgrounds can help create our community whether you're an expecting parent a bereaved parent a family member or a professional if you need support or information we're here for you so please reach out to soft and our contact details can be found in the podcast below thanks again thanks.